0: FM breakfast show with the Double L team, Lyle and Lawson.
1: Welcome, everybody. You're listening on eighty-seven six, eighty-seven eight, or eighty-eight right across Australia. Right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. Positively different radio on this morning. Got a massive shout out to some of our listeners from various places this morning. Let's uh, give a shout out to those listening in Young, New South Wales on 88.0. In Berry, South Australia on 87.6. And Highfields, Queensland on
2: 87.8. Lawson, what are you thankful for this morning? Lyle. Yes. I had an incredibly late night last night, and I'm here bright and early. I don't know if that's something to be thankful for. I did have a good time. Did you have a
1: late night or an early morning?
2: I had both. Right. I, oh, well, like, yeah, I I didn't stay out till, like, the, the, you know past midnight but I was just okay so it wasn't past midnight yeah but I was out very late I had to drop a bunch of people home and then I was just getting in and I'm just tired but then, you know, woke you do up this morning. You do know breakfast show
1: host is supposed to be in bed by nine o'clock.
2: That's right. I do know. But this and... is a special occasion.
1: Okay. What was the occasion?
2: We are celebrating people who were studying at, you know, our local university who are going back to their respective home countries. So, it's kind of like a going away. Yeah, it's kind of sad when people leave. It's one of the sad things about working at a university church. You have mm. lots of going away. Lots of going away parties. So. But you also have lots of coming in parties where That's people right. arrive. oh it's amazing it's it's awesome you know it's very transient community and I had a fantastic time hanging out with my friends but at the same time I'm like you know I got up this morning I'm like man bed is warm right now. <laughs> <laughs> it is early Be thankful you are younger than me <laughs> you're listening to The
1: Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM positively different for show this morning we certainly had gleams of the golden morning in newcastle this morning i don't know what your morning was like but it was a spectacular sunrise that we had happening here and now the clouds have come in lyle well that's what creates a spectacular sunrise
2: yeah, that's right yes you can't have a spectacular sunrise without clouds that's a bummer but you can have a beautiful sunset and then a sunny day the next day you can which is you yeah. know Yes, I love to enjoy. But hey, you are listening to The Breakfast Show, and we will get into our first question for today. We are drawing the prize today. So this is your last opportunities to get in. Who said, oh, that all the Lord's people were prophets? 0491 064 669 is the number to call or text if you know the answer to that one. If you do, you will go into the draw to win the Revive Cafe Cookbooks number three and four. We'll just give them to you if you answer the question correctly, and you win the draw, which will be happening at around 8.45 today. So you have a very limited amount of opportunities to get in the quiz. 0491 064 669. Who said that all the Lord's people, O, that all the Lord's people were prophets? Who said that? Don't forget the O. 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 O no.
1: O O with a H.
2: Yeah. O.
1: Why does O have a H? The word O is literally the letter O. I don't know, sometimes you hate at the end. It's like Q. Why do you spell Q-Q-U-E? It is literally the letter Q
2: with three silent letters after it. You don't spell Q-Q-U-E. You spell Q-Q-U-E-U-E, right? Whatever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It it, it doesn't make any difference to my point. My point is it is the letter Q with a bunch of silent letters after it. Why do we add all of those silent letters? It makes no sense to me. I don't know, bro. (laughs)
2: <laughs> anyway, but I'm hey, sidetracked. We I, went down a rabbit hole. Let's get back out of it. 0491 064 Let's have a look at some positively different news. Okay, Lyle, most of my news today is about flying. I love flying. I love aeroplanes. Yes. We're going to talk it. about them. The first one is the Samson switchblade. Okay, f- that sounds
1: like a knife, not like flying
2: no sounds like an illegal knife it's a car that flies cool. and they call it the switchblade because it's the wings flip in and hide under the car and then you prepare for takeoff and they flip out you flick the button you push the button and it's just thunk. yeah that's right they like there are now phew. wings that's right and you take off now the samson switchblade has been in development for 14 years It's because it's been a single-person project, which is, you know, always cool. It kind of reminds me of, like, a lot of the ultralight airplanes that people build where they just get motorbike engines and whatnot. This person is like, no, I want a flying car. I want a car that can drive on the road and then I can fly. Now, the interesting thing about this car is that it has three wheels. One at the front, which is always the most... It's
1: always a terrible idea. S- it's, a idea it's a great idea for airplanes. It's mm-hmm. a great idea for airplanes because you're not doing hard cornering on the ground. Yeah, You're doing hard cornering in the air.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's a terrible idea for anything on, on the, the road. Round.
2: Now, it does have this massive spoiler on the back that acts as, you know, it's, you know a Stabilize wing, it. stabilizer when it takes off. Uh, but... Yeah, so this car, the Switchblade, they've finally built this thing. They've chucked... Check this out. This is really interesting. They've chucked a 1.6-litre three-cylinder engine, like 190 horsepower, which is pretty good for actually a three-cylinder 1.6-litre. 190 horsepower, but we're talking like an engine out of a small car, whether it's like a Ford Focus or yeah. whatever it may be. You a know, hatchback. A hatchback, one that you can just chuck 91 in or E10 in and just, you know, go for your life. Uh But they're thinking that, you know, flying... This car has the ability to travel at 200 miles an hour, which is impressive. That's very impressive. It's very fast from a, we wouldn't expect that from a 1.6 liter no, you would engine not. on the road.
1: <laughs> you wouldn't expect it from 1.6 liter engine in the air. <laughs> That's right. But hey, they've just, you know. So does this, is this driven by air on the ground, those that have a propeller that drives it around? So it has ground. a
2: big propeller out the back. You've got your 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 two wings each side, you got your stabilizer and then a big propeller that is kind of inside the chassis. But it's like a big kind of it's ter- be, turbine uh, propeller thing.
1: Pretty disappointing if you you know hit Skippy your- at on a dark night sometime. In in the air? Well, no, but if you're driving (laughs) along the road
2: and you hit Skippy and he goes over the windscreen and... And catches in your big... Propeller. Well, no, no. So the propeller's inside the chassis. You wouldn't catch on the propeller. He would would hit the stabilizer, the big spoiler on the back. Right. And catch in that. Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, they reckon... So it's got a 200-mile-per-hour cruising speed and can go... It's got a range of about 450 miles in the air they reckon you need 1100 feet of runway to take off which is you know around 300 meters yep. or so yep. 300 plus meters and then another 700 to land which is again feet it's feet 700 land. feet sorry yep. <laughs> 700 feet to land i'm reading it in feet because because that's like the the it's, information are getting. it's an it's american, american they are american they're american now the question is cost and one of these will run you back 150,000 USD. Yeah, it's actually less than what I was expecting. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty surprised. But again, this has been a one man development and now that people are wanting it, they, you know, are going to need to expand into being able to make a bunch of these. And they currently have 1600 reservations. So 1,600 pre-orders have already been put in, which is good for the company. Because so how fast will this thing feeling? go on the ground? I
0: mean,
2: uh, it on the uh, yeah, well, yeah. It, it sounds kind of
1: freaky to me to be yeah. driving down the freeway at 110, going around a
2: long sweeping bend on the freeway in on three, three wheels. Yeah. It's just like, no, yeah, no, no, no. So, but this has been certified with airworthiness from the FAA. <laughs> But, yeah, road, 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 road. So I'm not so sure.
1: See, here's what you need to do you need to have retractable undercarriage mm-hmm. so you can either have two wheels at the front or one wheel. Mm. Because the one wheel at the front enables you to do crosswind landings a lot easier
2: mm-hmm.
1: than having two wheels at the front. But then you need to be able to retract the one wheel and go to two when you're on the road. There's the solution. That's so right. It we would just be invented it because, on the breakfast show.
2: Because essentially, We're like the, the reason this design exists is because it has a cone nose at the front. You know, it's not like wide and flat. It's got to be a cone because it's going to fly. You know. Like okay, but airplanes. you can have wheels that come that, out the that's side. That's what I'm thinking. Like it can be like a open wheeler, like Formula One roadster type deal, yeah. where you just you know out bring, they go.
1: That is that so, is so, smart. so 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 so. The wings come in, the wheels go out. Yeah. The wings go out, the wheels come in. That's right.
2: That's genius. It's a, it's a, and then
1: it becomes a double blade And then- Oh, Do you... not under, er, underestimate the breakfast show hosts. We solve the world's problems. <laughs> we
2: solve it We have ideas, guys. You know, not... one day we won't need these kinds of wings. We'll, we'll just be able we'll just to possess, fly. We'll possess them. Yeah, yep. that's amazing. But hey, I'm I'm just thinking about all the applications of all the places I could possibly go. I could just be like, hey, I want to go to Burke right now. And just, yes. And just fly out there. Yes. I want to go to New Zealand. Well, four hundred and fifty miles isn't. <laughs> you will not make it <laughs> to New Zealand. You will get very wet. Uh, you yeah, have a that's a Long right. swim ahead of you. I mean, because traveling at two hundred miles an hour, you're making serious time. Yes. You could fly up to Brisbane from here. That's usually what an eight hour drive. At Least. You can fly up and you know maybe stop in at Coffs Harbour, fuel up, and fly out again. Yes. Dude, you could you could make out up to. Yeah, stop Brisbane. there for
1: lunch. You could go and buy yourself a subway or something. while you're in Yeah, make it up and and to Brisbane in a couple you'd be of hours. Way ahead of driving up there.
2: Oh, this is. But where are you going to land when you get there? I mean, you've got to go to an airstrip. At now, the man. airport. I'm gonna I'm gonna land at Brisbane Airport and then just drive straight. It's so much the more road. fun to
1: land on the freeway and just fold the wings in and keep driving. Like, yeah, nothing to see here. Just landing on the freeway. <laughs> peace out (laughs) dude that's awesome find find a spot where there is uh, you know multiple lanes that are free Mm -hmm. very wide freeway running between the Gold Coast and you've got like four lanes across there Yeah,
2: do some laps until there's a red at the traffic lights somewhere and there's a bit of a gap in the traffic land on the other side and then just push the button the wings fold in and just take off The ultimate heist. Well, no, we wouldn't use it for that. Um, Hey, finally, I wanted to talk about. I had another air story, but I won't have time. I wanted to talk about how the midterm elections are coming up in the United States. Okay. And TikTok has put in place heavy protocols to ban anyone who is paid or otherwise promoting particular specific political agendas or ideologies or, or, like, you know, supporting specific candidates.
1: Yes, so this is the Chinese Communist Party Yeah Who owns TikTok Uh-huh And they are now going to manipulate the elections Uh-huh And they are
2: going to oppose anyone who is against abortions Well, they're going to oppo- Amongst many other things uh, They're going to oppose anyone, apparently According to this article, who's against anything They're just like, hey, if you get try to support a political party, you're out You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM Positively different You're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM, and we're going to have another clue for the quiz. And that clue is, the biblical city of Philippi is located in which modern-day country? 0491 064 669 is the number to call or text if you know the answer to that one. If you do, you'll go into the draw to win the Revive Cafe cookbook. Three and four, volumes three and four, amazing, expensive, awesome cookbooks, which will give you. They are full of vegan and tasty and healthy recipes that you can make relatively easy. Hey, if you want any terms and conditions in regards to our quiz, you can head to our website, faithofhem.com.au. But get your answers in now. Call or text us 0491 064 669. The biblical city of Philippi is located in which modern-day country? All right, there you go. If you know the answer, give us a call
1: right now. Uh, Braden's text us through to say, isn't Q spelt Q-U-E, as in pool cue? Isn't that C-U-E? C-U-E. That's what I just... What did I say? He said Q-U-E. C-U-E. C-U-E. That's, yeah. what, he, that's what he said. Oh, okay. Either which way you look at it, whether you are queuing in line or you are playing with a pool cue, it is literally the letter Q with a bunch of silent letters.
2: No, that... No, no the point is... A pool queue isn't a letter queue with a bunch of silent. It's C U E. Well,
1: it even just leave, it just leaves the leaves the letter Q out, which is what it is. Just so it's a letter <laughs> Q. with. So it's good. Basically, it doesn't make it. It does make it. Doesn't make any sense whatsoever at all. Oh, Lyle. Anyway, we were talking about uh, TikTok a minute ago and mm-hmm. how they're not uh, allowing any supporting any political candidates in Mm. the United States uh, elections and so Mm. forth. What's interesting is that they are supporting uh, particular campaign issues. Mm. And so this is the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, The um, uh, pro-abortion movement in the United States is throwing $50 million at the next elections Mm. and with the support of the Chinese Communist Party because TikTok has uh, come out and they are going to support any kind of advertising for... Planned parenthood while banning any kind of advertising for pro life organizations. Mm. Nice. So that's pretty it's pretty nasty when China does something like that to try and affect the United States. I mean, obviously the effect here is well, you can't help but look at it and think they want less Americans. Mm. And the way to get less Americans is to get more Americans to kill more babies. I mean, sorry for putting it bluntly, but that's kinda how it goes. Mm. And you can see why they would want that. They are the most populous nation on the earth and are able to harness that population to do amazing things and they don't want competition from, mm. what is it, the second or the third most populous nation on the earth? <laughs> yeah. Third I think they're third or, third or fourth mm. in line. Anyway, I did say that we were going to talk about a pastor throwing a spiritual tra- tantrum and this is a prosperity pastor and it's kind of gone viral on YouTube, mm. so it's a little bit, it's very sad for Christianity, but at the same time I kind of have no sympathy because the Bible describes Christianity at the end of time as being Babylon.
2: Mm-hmm. I want to know how he's throwing a spiritual tantrum. Like this is Okay, so this is this isn't the this mean? is in the world of of high inflation, high cost of living.
1: Mm. 33% of Americans who are living uh one described and this is how the article describes it, paycheck to paycheck. Have you ever seen a paycheck? Me. Yes. Have I got paid? Have you ever seen a paycheck? Have you ever had a paycheck? Oh, oh like a literal check. Yeah, piece of paper. No, bro. I look <laughs> no, at my no. bank account
2: and the money goes <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, in America, they still have paychecks. No, um, no, they don't. Yes, they do. Like physical paychecks. Physical paychecks. That they paychecks. have to go
2: to the bank in cash.
1: Absolutely. What are you talking about? People... Absolutely. How many people get paid by My wife like that? just got her COVID money from... Joe Biden. Oh, she got the stimmy.
2: Let's stimulus, guys.
1: stimulus money, and my uh, son did as well, and they both came as a paper check that they can absolutely do nothing with because it's a paper check, and what are you going to do with it in Australia? What? I'm sidetracked. What? <laughs> you go to America. Seriously, you go to America. Like, this is. You will see people d- lining up America. to pay for their groceries with a check. Dude, America's
2: a developing country.
1: I'm kidding. <laughs> some <convinced. laughs> some things about America will do your head in. But anyway, um, so this guy he called his congregation broke, busted, and disgusted, and cheap sons and daughters for not honoring him by buying him a luxury brand Movado watch, bruh. <laughs> yes, this, is, this was, and this is a year old request. Now these uh, this luxury brand. Uh, ranges from you know at the bottom end around the three hundred dollar mark, but at the higher end for well over three. Now I, I don't know anybody who wears a watch these days. <laughs> you have a timepiece in your pocket. Why do you need a watch?
2: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, Fitbits, yes, I get that. But watches, really? I, 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 yeah. Anyway, whatever. Um, he says that's how I know you're still pro boat. Broke, busted, disgusted because of how you've been honouring me. I'm not worth your McDonald's money. I'm not worth your Red Lobster money. I ain't worth your St. John's uh, knits. You all can't afford it no how he said. I ain't worth your Louis your Vuitton. I love Lyle
2: speaking oh, yeah. urban English. I can't.
1: <laughs> I ain't worth your Prada. I ain't worth your Gucci. If this was Australia, I'd be able to do it, to, to, to do it in full bone Aussie. Bogan, yeah. Um, anyway, so <laughs> I'm saying this because I want you to understand just what God's God is what God is saying. Okay, I found out that Movado you can buy a Movado watch in Sam's Club, and you all know I asked for one last year, and here is the whole way in August, and I still ain't got it. This guy completely lost it.
2: Yikes. Y- oh, yikes, bro! This
1: is, you all ain't saying nothing. Let me kick the door down and talk to my cheap sons and daughters. I don't want to hear no more excuses about what you all can't afford. You can't afford it because you don't see the value He's hi- here. He said, pointing to the pulpit, um, "You all hear from the pastor and father. I'm over your. I'm over your cheap expressions. So this is the world in which we live right now. The Bible says that Babylon hurts. is fallen. That hurts." It shouldn't hurt. It should encourage us because when we see the absolute corruption of Christianity mm-hmm. and how Christianity is becoming a laughingstock to the secular world, mm. this is the expectation that we should live with as we draw near the end of time, as we draw near to the return of Jesus Christ. We should live with the expectation that Christianity is going to become morally corrupt.
2: Dude, I, I, I literally couldn't. Imagine, imagine a single politician, celebrity, musician or sports player doing yeah, football player something so childish. childish. That is shocking. That is shocking. But as you said, you know, men won't endure sound doctrine. That, that's the world we live in.
1: <laughs> I, I, I got to
2: tell you, in today's day and age where there are so many churches around the place, if
1: you attend a church like this, then you
2: deserve it. Mm -hmm. Dude, I couldn't even imagine, like, for, you know, for myself as a young person living in the young person cyberspace, trying not to live it in as much as possible, but still, you know, knowing that exists. Like, there's the whole phenomenon of, like, live streaming now, you know, people, you know, streaming for eight hours and people watching them to either play video games or do some other activity or whatever. And, yeah, they say, hey, like, subscribe below, donate, whatever, like, but... Literally people get canceled out of that industry be- if if you beg like this, like you you get canceled. Oh absolutely like people would people will your audience will stop watching. they'll just go like, oh wow, this guy's so fake like he's not genuine. like the guys who are really successful don't ask for donations at all. they just do their specialized skill or whatever it is and people just give them money like in in a platform that is totally sustained by receiving donations, if you beg like this guy, You'd be run out. Like, no one, no one would, no matter how popular you are, no one would do that. Like, no one would follow you. And so, like, yet this guy is standing at the pulpit, Bible open, and saying stuff like this. I can't believe it.
1: But it's- this is Carlton Funderburg from the Church at the Well in Kansas City. Uh, he has <laughs> since apologised, <laughs> thankfully, Okay. okay. Uh, but I kind of wonder if I was a member of that congregation, would I stay or would I look for somewhere else to go? All right, we oh, were so many different stories we could talk about this morning, mm. um, but we were going to spend some time talking about Texas, mm. and uh, they've Put in a new policy with their schools there where parents can question books that are on the school shelves, and if parent questions it, 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 it,
2: is, it has to be removed for review. Okay, so this already exists in Miami, but they've just put this up in Texas yes. as well? Yeah, yes, okay. it's just
1: started in Texas, and of course one of the first books Man, that exactly. were, got put up for review was the Bible. Yeah, yeah, There's a of parent course. out there that complained about uh, the Bible being on school shelves. The, ex- the exact same thing happened in Florida, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. So it's going to happen in, in, in Texas as well, and that's because of, you know, the sexual content, uh, the murder, the human sacrifice, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of things that you find in the Bible. I think the Bible has a decent track record, though, of being a historical book, and we shouldn't mm-hmm. be pulling historical books off our shelves. We should be book- pulling books off our shelves if they are promoting um, immorality or mm-hmm. a violent agenda. Yeah. And... Uh, that's, I think that's why the Bible's went back on the shelves down there in Florida. But mm. so much more we could talk about there. You're listening to The Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Joining me on the phone this morning, all the way from the United States, is Dr. Eddie Ramirez. Eddie Ramirez is a medical doctor, publisher, author, international speaker, research scientist. Uh, His research has uh, been in over 160 publications and in uh, peer-reviewed journals. Dr. Eddie Ramirez, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you so much and uh, to me it's a, a good afternoon from Los Angeles and it's going to be a good morning to Sydney, Australia.
1: Yes, indeed it is. I think it's like four o'clock in the afternoon or something for uh, for you over there in LA. Now, Dr Ramirez, the reason that we want to talk to you specifically today is because uh, you're going to be travelling to Australia very, very soon. In fact, uh, you must be getting on a plane Imminently, I would think to uh, come to the Sydney area where you're going to do some presentations on good health. Obviously, you're a medical doctor. This is your area of expertise. And this is, this has been billed as being a life changing experience. You start talking about uh, on your first presentation here, which I see is advertised on 7 p.m., Monday, the 22nd of August, about the environmental impact by our diets, what's that subject all about?
0: Yeah, this is the the the, the, the reality that our choices have consequences. In uh, you know, we live in uh, in some difficult times uh, in our history. Uh, for example, there are certain resources uh, such as water. Uh, there's many places that are having struggle struggles uh, just getting enough water for a city to do their proper functioning, daily functioning, and we're going to be exploring something very interesting, how certain foods have have a big requirement for water, while some others, we're talking about 100 or 1,000 less amount of water that you require in order to have that food. So we'll be going through uh, uh, impacts such as water usage, we'll be going through issues such as uh, you know uh, forest uh, deforestation. I've been to Brazil many times. In fact, I have a trip in a couple of weeks as they're coming back from uh, Australia. And it's very sad to see that beautiful, pristine type of environment being destroyed in exchange for uh, certain food things that we don't necessarily need in our diet, but some people want to have them. And by choosing to have those items in your diet, you are indirectly having an impact either at promoting more, you know, green spaces and so forth, or destruction of some of those green spaces in order to, you know, uh, be able to have uh, that particular uh, food items that that you may choose to have. So that's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, You know, what are those uh, choices? And um, we'll be talking a little bit also about the economic side of things, Uh, you know, as inflation is hitting worldwide and so forth. Well, there's certain things that still are cheaper, maybe also better for health. And, yeah, we'll be going through all this puzzle to try to see what guidelines uh, we should be using when we make our purchase choices at the store.
1: Yeah, wow, that sounds absolutely fascinating. And, you know, when we look at, you know, obviously the use of water in agriculture and uh you know, I think a lot, you talk about Brazil there, a lot of that area is being cleared, I would imagine, for beef production and so forth. It seems to me that, you know, it's infinitely more, um, you can, you can produce infinitely more larger amounts of food if you're growing veg, vegetables and grains and so forth rather than just, say, for instance, beef cattle. And moving from a meat based diet to a vegetarian based diet, it seems like a win win because not only are you doing something good for the environment, you'd, you'd be doing something good for your health as well. Isn't that so?
0: Yeah, and uh, uh, I'm not just talking about because I read it uh, somewhere that I actually have done research on this yes. topic. Uh, one of the most important universities in America is uh, Stanford University. And uh, yeah, we were presenting uh, an, an important uh, piece of research there uh, recently. I'm gonna be sharing it there during our presentation, um, showing how those uh, food choices that we make have an impact, even not only on their physical health, but also on their mental health. I noticed you talking about that on, on the second.
1: On the second day, they're killing the killer, maintaining mental health.
0: <laughs> yeah, so so that, that's going to be like the introduction. To continue the next day, um, I have more than uh, sixteen years of being involved in a tremendously successful. Uh, depression improving program. So uh, that uh, my involvement in that uh, has uh, given result to close to seventy uh, research projects that uh, uh, we have been able to publish. So we'll be going through that. You know, I, I, I'm somebody practical. And the theory is nice, but how do we put this in reality? So we'll be going through certain guidelines that we need to be putting in practice in order for us to have good mental health it's the preventive side of things, but also on the treatment side of things. Somebody's struggling with mental health, what can you do to improve that mental health? And you will learn how we attack depression, not from one angle, but rather trying to find out what is causing that particular depression and going and helping to reverse those causes. And you will see how depression and anxiety, you're able to overcome that by turning into practice this principle.
1: Yeah, fantastic. Now, another one of the subjects that you've got uh, coming up there is called Stopping a Pandemic. What could the next pandemic be? How to stop it eating a time bomb. What's that subject all about?
0: Yeah, you know, that's, this is something I've been quite busy uh, the, 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 the past uh, couple of, of years due to the, the pandemic. I actually wrote a book. The book is called Pandemic Busters. And I actually have a few of those books with me if you're interested in getting one of those Um and, and saving the, 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 the shipping, you know, gonna <laughs> be available there. And for the record, I don't make a single penny out of those, uh, books. Uh 100% of that goes to a non-profit organization, um, that we chose. So the book Pandemic Busters uh, deals with that. And basically, uh, the hypothesis of this is that, um, unfortunately, uh we're going to be potentially be facing another pandemic. And um, I know some conspiracy theorists say that this or that, but <laughs> the reality is that uh, the way that we do certain things um make us prone to this and um we'll be going a little bit about the history of pandemics uh, throughout the ages not necessarily COVID-19 but we're going to go going back and we're going to be finding that there's actually a certain pattern of uh, things that we may be doing that increase their risk and I think that's why it's so important that you learn this so that you know what we shouldn't be doing and what we should be doing in order to decrease uh, the risk of this type of huge, you know, impact uh, type of event. So, um, yeah, this is, there's a lot of, uh, interesting things you're going to be learning there. And, uh, just trust me, it's not about conspiracy and some, <laughs> these sort of things. I'm not into those things. <laughs> so, we're going through, you know, evidence based things that you can actually go home. And, uh, yeah, prove, you know, what we're talking about.
1: Uh ah, fantastic stuff. Uh, you finish off with a presentation on longevity secrets. I think this is something that we're all very interested in because none of us like to die. We don't, don't like to think about dying, but thinking about living a bit longer and having better quality of health at the same time sounds like a really good idea. Uh, this last presentation here, can you give us a couple of uh, tidbits as to what kind of things you might be covering in that one? Yeah, uh,
0: so... Uh, You know, I've been to 88 countries on planet Earth, so I've seen, you know, all kinds of uh, different uh, ways of thinking, of uh, ways of eating, and so forth. And as you see worldwide populations, you will see that there are certain um, behaviors that people do that either decrease their uh, life expectancy, Or actually improve their life expectancy and at the same time, as you were mentioning, improve their quality of life. You know, I have some patients that tell me, oh, doctor, I don't want to get grow older. You know, when I get older, I'm going to barely be able to move and I'm going to be thinking correctly and so forth. Well, if you are doing the wrong type of choices, you better be really, really worried about this. But at the same time, um, as we're gonna be going through this presentation, there are certain longevity spots around the world. So we're gonna be exploring what are those longevity spots. Why is there secret? How come there's so many centenarians in those areas? What are these people doing that help them leave those long and high quality elderly years? So that's something very, very important. Uh, So don't miss that one also. That's gonna be a very interesting uh, presentation. I'm gonna give you very important information as you're making your choice into the future you will see that uh, most of these things are not actually that difficult to put into practice. But you first need to be aware what are those principles so you can go ahead and start implementing them in your life.
1: Dr Eddie Ramirez, this sounds like a fascinating series of presentations that you're going to be presenting here in the Sydney area. So I just want to encourage all of our listeners in the Sydney area to uh, to head along next week and, uh, and hear what Dr Eddie Ramirez has to say. So you're going to give the details for that. So uh, these presentations will be at 7pm each weekday night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, so 7pm through uh, the weeknights, it will be at number 40, uh, Kissing Point Road, Oatlands. The number to call for details is uh, 027252344. So that number again, I'm going to say it slowly this time so that you've got a chance to write it down or to save it in your phone. So grab your phone and get ready to write this one down now. That is 027252344. So zero two seven two five two three triple four is the number to call uh, to get more detail about this series of presentations by a research scientist and a medical doctor, an author, uh, international speaker, Dr. Eddie Ramirez. Thank you so much for joining us on The Breakfast Show this morning.
0: Thank you so much. And uh, I hope you guys have a fantastic day. I look forward to being in Australia, one of my favorite countries in the world with very friendly people. And looking forward to meeting some of the people that are listening today and be able to, uh, you know, learn together as we explore this fascinating topic.
1: Thank you. That was Dr. Eddie Ramirez. Make sure if you're anywhere in the Sydney area or nearby or travelling to the Sydney area, get along and hear his presentations. And, of course, if you missed out on those details, you can call us here on 0491 064 669, which is the breakfast show number. We're going to continue on with the show right now.
0: Thanks for being a part of the Faith
1: FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.